This is the I Love Success Podcast. I'm Peter Jurukowski, and I have made a vow to myself to help as many people as possible to achieve their dreams. Let's get started. Uh, hey guys, and welcome to the I Love Success Podcast. My world tour continues. Yesterday, I was on the Gold Coast in Australia talking to John Templeton, the number one life coach over there. Today, I'm traveling to Toronto, uh, Canada, to talk with Evan Carmichael, founder of the biggest YouTube channel for entrepreneurs. Thank you, sir. Thanks a lot, Peter. Great to be here. I, I, I like being a stop on your world tour. It's a creative uh, solution. I like it. I know, I know. And I know you're, you're short on time. This is your day to give back to the world and, and promote yourself. So I'm here to kind of honor your journey in about 22 minutes that we have left. So I want to get right to it. You talk about your number one fear being disappointing people. And yeah. can you just share, like, where, where does that come from? Where that, did that start? And how have you worked on that throughout your life? I can't think of a specific moment when that started, although I think, I think that's inside everybody. I think we're all worried about what other people think and saying that we can do something and then not showing up and not doing it. Um, even, even getting in ready for this. So I join, I'm a minute early. Uh, I, I'm in the chat. It's like, I can't see my camera. My microphone's not working. They're like, Oh my God, what's going on? Uh, I've been doing zooms all day. So it's like, zoom is working. Why can't I get on? And then we figured it out, but, but you know, it's my, I want to show up. I told Peter I was going to be here on time. You know, if you don't show up, that's one thing, but if I don't show up or if my gear's not working, then I feel terrible about it. Um, and just recognize that that's, that's, a that's a cost of, of chasing down your dream, right? I mean, what's the alternative? The alternative is say, I'm not going to do that podcast. I'm not going to show up on stage. I'm not going to write that book. Yeah. You play small forever. So, um, I think humans are built to serve you love serving and helping other people, but because that relies on other people, there's always a risk that you're going to let them down, that you're not going to show up properly, that you're not going to help them get a result, that you're going to waste their time. And so that fear holds people in place, but they know they're capable of more and they know they want to serve. Right. And so you have your foot on the gas and a brake at the same time. And uh, I'm just teaching myself and hopefully inspiring other people to slowly lift your foot off the brake so that you can go. I love that. And, and, and you, you say yourself you're an introvert, or I guess it started that way. Can you just talk about that shy, introverted Evan and how you kind of are, are still doing this? You're out in the world. You're like, your, your face is for everybody. You're talking, you're doing all these things. Like, how, how's that process working for you? So, yeah, so I'm, I'm introverted. It doesn't come across. Uh, and on interviews like this and on my YouTube channel and when I'm speaking on stage and that kind of stuff. And I probably need to do a better job of even sharing that more because um, on, on a day like today, I'm doing all day interviews and hangouts and podcasts. And so you're getting all of my energy from all the previous shows and everything too. So I'm already in a you know, heightened state of being around such amazing people. Um, naturally though, I don't talk to the person next to me on the airplane. You know, if I was sitting in that, beautiful office or cafe there. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sit down. Oh, you're just, that's just, uh, uh, it looks like you're in a cafe. Cool. That's just like I, a green I screen. Like cafe. Yeah. yeah, I like it. You're like your, your hand just disappeared. I know. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But like, if I was in a cafe like that, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't come and talk to 
somebody. I just, it's not how I naturally um, run. I remember I was on an airplane, uh, Brendan Bouchard asked me to speak at his event in Puerto Rico. And these people pay 30 to $50,000 to be in that room. And I'm on, uh, I'm on the plane uh, flying down. And the guy next to me keeps trying to have a conversation, keeps trying to ask me questions, keeps like, hey, what are you doing? You know, and, and I, don't, I don't know, I don't, I'm awkward. I don't know what to say. I don't, I, don't, I don't like small talk. I hate small talk. And so, you know, a little bit back and forth. Um, and then when I got to Puerto Rico, the next day I was going to go speak and I saw the guy. It's like, oh my God, you're here at this event. You know, like if I knew he was an entrepreneur or was coming to the same event, it would have been easy conversation. Yeah. But um, in general, apart from a couple core things, if you want to talk about entrepreneurship, League of Legends or salsa dancing, yeah. I'm happy to do it. Uh, <laughs> anything else, I'm probably not interested. And, and so I've had to train myself and force myself into those uncomfortable situations and that's how you grow. That's how you learn. That's how you get better. That's how you want to have an impact. That's how you go off and have an impact. Thank you for sharing that. And just wanted to ask you, I want to go deep. I want to ask you something personal. And uh, can you just share what was the worst day of your life and how, how did that change you as a human being? So when I quit on my business partner, I had a I had a software company when I was 19 and uh, we were struggling and it wasn't working and I'm making $300 a month and I was too embarrassed to tell my friends that I wasn't working and I remember one day I just quit I just told my partner I called him on the phone and I said I can't I can't do that I need to feel like I'm a, I have worth as a human being right um, you know the topic of this show is success I felt like nowhere close to success you know, I love success. It, I had zero success. I felt totally worthless. And I was putting in effort. I was putting in work. If, if I wasn't trying, that's one thing. Like if you're, if you're not really trying and you don't get a result, that's one thing. But if you're trying every day and grinding and pounding and just nothing works, I think there's only so much you can take. And so I just, I told my partner that I quit. And what it forced me to do was think about how can I uh, not live with regret? So I, I woke up the next day and said, I don't want to live with regret. I don't want to realize that when I'm, you know, 60 years old or 80 years old or 140 years old, looking back on my life that, that I gave up too soon. And so that pushed me to keep going. But I realized I had to find a different way to stand that, that what, what I was doing wasn't working. I had to find something else. And that's where the idea of modeling success came, where I realized I'm not the first guy to try to sell software before. I looked at how Bill Gates did it, applied his lessons to my business. We started to take off. And um, in my book, I talk about your who, your why, your how, and that you'll love helping people who currently are facing what you went through. And how you got out of the hole you were in is a recipe you can teach other people. So what have I done for the past 20 years is just teach other people how to model success. Because I learned from Bill Gates and his company, his strategy saved me. So now I want to help other entrepreneurs not struggle as much by modeling success. So what do you want to say to people that are, you know, they want to do something and they try their own thing first without modeling uh, because uh, they might have a mindset, I'm unique, I'm special, uh, which we all are, right? But what do you want to, can we just talk about modeling and why it really works? Uh, well, it's basically saying I want to, I want to never have a teacher in my life. You want to try to figure everything out on your own, you can. It's just likely going to go really slow and you're not going to uh, achieve what you're capable of achieving. 
right? Like if you, if you're reading the, if you're reading somebody's book or if you're listening to this podcast, you listen to this podcast, you're learning from Peter, you're learning from his guests. If they say something or Peter says something that sparks an idea, a thought, a light that then allows you to shortcut maybe five years of learning on your own. So it's not that you can't go and learn it all on, on your own. You're just really slowing down how much you're able to learn. I think though, with, to your point about being unique, you'll never be uh, the next anybody, right? So my goal doesn't be the next Steve Jobs who've got on my wall or my next, like that's me when I'm eight or nine years old and my parents behind me. I want to pull different things from different people to be the best me. So I want to be a, a dad like my dad. I want to be a visionary like Steve Jobs. I want to be different things from different people. And so you might hate 98% of the things about Steve Jobs or Kanye West, who's further down on that wall. But th if there's one thing that you can learn to make that a better you, um, I think it's worth it. So I think mentorship, um, I think modeling success, I think teachers in your life are incredibly important to help you go off and actually realize the potential that you're capable of achieving. Yeah. And you talk a lot about core values as well, and that your number one core value is belief. Uh, why is it so important to have a core va value and, and how did you choose yours? So you find yours by looking at all of the things in your life that make you come alive. So look at your favorite teacher and why you like them. It wasn't because they taught you grade 10 math. It was because they, they made you a better person somehow. What did you love about how your parents raised you? Uh, what's your favorite music or your favorite artist and why? Like there's a, there's a theme throughout all the things that you love the most in life. And that can be a, a compass, a guide for you going forward to build a better life. So mine is believe. If you had to pick one, Peter, what would you say your most important core value is? Love. Great. Already knowing that, you know that whenever you're not happy is because there's not enough love in your life. And so that's, that's great awareness. If you're feeling low, down, depressed, there's not enough love. It, it could be like an actual human, like a, like a relationship love, but also love from, from the community, love from, from the work that you're doing. Like every, everybody listening to this, if you have listened to Peter's shows, have you showed him some love? You know that love is his most important core value? Like drop, drop a comment, you know, give a, give a review on, on iTunes, right? Just like show some love. It's gonna be really important for Peter. Um, when you bring on more people to your team, if you're going to hire a video editor or an audio editor or, you know, a researcher or an assistant, they better value love. I don't care if you can make the greatest video. If you're not that anybody's anti-love, but if you're, if you're like fighting on that, it's just not going to be a good fit. And so knowing that you're wired through love as the main lens that you see the world, it allows you to start making better content attracting the right people into your life and, and being happier and more fulfilled. And that's something that everybody can go through. And that's for life. Like when you're 95 years old, you're still going to care about love very deeply. And speaking about love, what I've noticed, this is episode 176, I think today or something like that. So I've talked to a lot of successful people and I've noticed that a lot of those people are doing all these crazy things like becoming a UFC champion or starting a big business because at the end of the day, they want to be seen. They want to be loved uh, through your research. Do you agree with that? And what's your thought on, on that? Yeah, I think, I think, um, I think love is foundational. I think it's how you receive it 
So for me, love is very different than for somebody else. Like for me, uh, for, for friends and hanging out, all I, all I really need is my wife. So we're, you know, we're in Corona time right now. We're isolating. Uh, we're not in the coffee shop. I should have, I should have known the coffee shop and <laughs> Corona right now. Um, I don't, I don't need to see my friends. Like this is easy for me. This is super easy for me being just being in my home. I'm introverted. Just get in front of the camera, make content. This is where I live. Uh, for other people, they're really struggling because how they get love is by being around other people and connecting and, and dancing and singing and, and making stuff together. Um, so I think everybody needs love. It's just how do, you, how do you feel it? How do you express it? What does that look like for you? And understanding that then allows you to uh, build a happier life for yourself moving forward. Yeah, you got to find out what it means to you. And that's what, what I'm trying to do with success, redefining that concept. So, so what's your definition of success? How does that look like? So success for me is always going to be through the lens of your most important core value. Like for me, it's going to be helping people believe in themselves more. For you, it's going to be helping people love themselves more. Love yourself and love other people more. If you woke up and had a hundred million dollars in your bank account, but felt like there was no love in your life, you wouldn't feel successful. And so when you figure out your most important core value, that also equals success for you. That also equals when people say, what, what would you tell your younger self? It's the same thing. Your younger self, would, you would tell your younger self, love yourself more, love the people around you more. Right? Yeah. Um, and what would you say? I mean, I was that guy, you know, it's been moments in my life when I look myself in the mirror uh, days and days and, and I didn't like what I saw at all. Mm -hmm. uh, I was bullied. I was overweight, you know, and had no confidence at all. Uh, so what would you tell me or someone listening right now that they don't believe in themselves anymore? What is the first step? The first step is to start to build some credibility with yourself. The first step isn't to set some giant goal because you've set giant goals before and then you don't do them. And so you've taught yourself, when I set a goal for myself, I don't follow through. You've built that identity for yourself that you don't follow through. So you might get all inspired one day and set new goals for yourself. And then tomorrow you look at it, I'm not going to do that because you've built this pattern of not doing things. Um, and so what I would recommend is finding something, one thing that you can do that is difficult, scary, or hard. Those are magic words. When it's, when something is difficult, scary, or hard, that means go time. That means you go and do it and learning to tie yourself worth to the effort of willing of the willingness to try as opposed to did it work out. So for a lot of people starting a podcast is super scary. I'm sure for you, when you started, I don't know how long you thought about doing a podcast before you actually launched it and worried about who am I going to bring on and will anybody listen? You're worried about people listening. You're worried about people not listening. You're worried about what gear we're going to use and who's going to reach and am I good enough and what's in my back? All of the, all of the crazy things. And meanwhile, like nobody listens to the first episode of your podcast anyway, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, and that's, not, that's everybody. Like for me, my first YouTube video was 11 years ago. And in one year, I had three comments on it in a full year. And the first comment was my mom. The second comment was my older sister. And the third comment was some random dude on the internet. So in, in a year of my first video, I got only one kind of real comment from somebody who I didn't know. So you're supposed to suck at the beginning, but it doesn't mean that you suck as a human. It just means that you don't have the skill set yet or the momentum to be great at the thing. And so I think self-love 
self-confidence comes from doing difficult things. You gain self-love by doing this podcast, by losing weight, by getting in shape, by reaching out to some of your mentors and heroes and trying to get them on the show. That's that difficult task. That's like my heart's beating. Oh my God, I don't know if I can do it. And then, and then trying, right? That's the win. Oh my God, I just did that. And the things that you're doing, like if you look back to who you were 10 years ago, that guy doesn't recognize 2020 Peter. It's like, who? I could be that? That's crazy, right? And it's because you did a sequence of difficult things that you were scared of, that you didn't think you were capable of. And whether they worked or not, you tried. And in that trying, you start building self-love, self-respect, self-credibility, and you slowly start shifting your identity to being someone like, holy cow, maybe I can accomplish something successful. Yeah, it's, it's a series of many small events, right? And I'm curious, you said your first YouTube video, three comments the first year. Like, yeah. can you just talk about how did that feel? Like really feel, if we talk about feelings, and then why did you keep going? I couldn't even watch my video, dude. It took me 350 videos until I wasn't completely embarrassed by myself. I, I couldn't watch it back. I was like, you're at episode 170, double that. And then I could finally listen back to one of my episodes. <laughs> if, if, if somebody in my family had it on in the background, like I'd have to leave the room. I couldn't listen to, I was just so embarrassed by my own content coming up. I, I would find all the reasons why it sucked and it didn't, it didn't look good. And, um, yeah, I couldn't watch it. And then from 350, I started to, okay, I'm, this is okay, until 700. After 700, I remember there was one video that, that I did where I actually impressed myself to say, man, like, I'm getting good. You know, <laughs> like, man, I'm starting, to get, I'm starting to get the hang of this. 700 videos later, right? Public videos. And these are, you know, 10 minute plus videos, not counting all of the ones that never got released. Um, why did so, you keep going though? That's, that's, that's must your mind. There must be something special in that mind of yours. Yeah. So why deal with it? Why deal with the stress? Why deal with the anxiety? Why, why face my fear of, of disappointing people every single day? Because my purpose demands it. Cause, cause I'm built to serve. You're built to serve. Like we want to help. We want to give back. We want to feel like the work that we do matters is important, is meaningful and is having an impact somewhere in the world. I'm, I was making my content for 19 year old me who had no confidence, who was struggling in business. Like you're making your content for, for you from 10 years ago, who felt like success was never possible. And so continue to tap in that this is why I'm doing it. And this is needed. And, and every little, every one comment, you know, every one like, like that's a real human. 300 something million people have seen my videos on YouTube. That's, that's like, what is that? I, that's, that's, that's almost the population of the United States. Like you can't even, I can't even, I don't know what that means, but having one person leave a comment to say this video really changed my life or getting on one podcast or interview and knowing that, man, what I do is actually touching lives. That can be hard when you're, I'm in my home, I'm just talking to the camera, you know, you're in that fancy coffee shop <laughs> <laughs> talking to the camera. Um, so is. reminding yourself of the purpose and, and, for me, I actually got started as a speaker before I did my YouTube channel. And what I would find was I would go to a speaking gig and be super pumped up and fired up and like, man, this is amazing. What I do is awesome. And then the next day I'd wake up and be like, oh man, what am I going to do today? Because there'd be weeks between 
speaking gigs. And so how do you keep the momentum going? What I did was I made a PowerPoint file where I put a song. It was um, Michael Bolton, Go the Distance. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I put some of the quotes of the people who came to my, my speaking gigs and what they said about my event. And I played that every morning. So it's just like a quick three, four minute thing, however long that song is. And um, it just reminded me every day that what I do matters. Like if you woke up every day and felt like what you do matters and you can create something today that will impact the lives of maybe not millions, maybe you don't believe in millions yet, but like four people, like what you did today could matter to four people. I think that's, I think that's pretty meaningful and important. And that, at least for me, kept the fire going through 350 failed embarrassing videos. Wow. And uh, let's talk about Built to Serve. I see that uh, book in the background there. You just launched it. Can you just share a little bit why uh, this project is so important to you? I think, I think people, um, oh, I think a lot of people are unhappy, man. I think a lot of people are unhappy. I think people know that they're capable of more and they don't know what to do. They're afraid of things not working. Uh, they're, they don't want to live the lives that their parents lived, but, but they have anxiety and stress over not having a clear path. And I don't think finding your purpose and living it has to be something that you spend 10 years journaling on and meditating, going to a fancy retreat or hiring some super expensive coach to do. Um, it's really not that hard. So I lay out the process, right? So step one is who is figuring out your most important core value for you. It's love for me. It's believe already knowing that is more self-awareness than most of the world has right now. And that serves you for life. Um, next is your why, which is your purpose comes from your pain. So whatever you struggled the most with in life and felt the most worthless as a human, understand there's lots of people who currently are who you used to be and they need help. And you can, you can give them that help. You represent hope because you made it out. Even though you're not done climbing, you made it out compared to where you used to be. There's lots of people who are there and feel like they can't get out. And you helping them is, is going to lift them up, lift them up and lift you up to a whole new level. You could buy a cup of coffee for somebody at, at that fancy coffee shop. Uh, and that'll make you feel good, but not the same as if you have some guy who's overweight and being bullied and you come in and you help him see that he can be a success and just seeing his eyes like light up to say, Oh my God, this is possible for me. That is, that's an addiction that you will like, you'll love. And you'll be again, 140 years old in a senior citizen home and, and still love helping people feel like they can be a success. So, you know, the who and the why I think is a gift. Like I want, if you figure that out, you're set for life. That will never get old for the rest of your life. Now you have a, you know how to live a purposeful life. Um, the how is the last part, which, which that will change. So right now you're doing a podcast in 10 years, this could be virtual reality, we're actually in that coffee shop together, you know, by a hologram or, you know, like that, the technology will change, but the who and the why um, stays constant forever. And I, I'm just, I think it's a gift. And I, I think if people woke up and felt like what they, what they did matter today, um, we could live in a pretty amazing place. I love that. And thank you for sharing that. Uh, I know we're out of time. Two quick questions. I won't take more than 30 seconds. So what's the, what's the first thing people should do right after this podcast to get started on their journey? Go give Peter some love. You know, he likes love. You've been listening to a, this man's made 170 episodes of this show for you. 
podcast, Facebook, video, spend 18 seconds to give a like or to give a comment or to DM him just to say, hey, Peter, I appreciate what you do. Thank you for all the love. That's, that's the greatest first step to create momentum for your own life because you're built to serve. Because in you helping Peter and making him feel good, you're making yourself feel good too, which gives you momentum to create the next step for your life. Thank you, brother. And that Doritos bag, have you ever opened those, those at all? Because I would open those every day. I know it's a mindset challenge you have. Can you just share yeah. that? Well, this is a giant. So this is a bit, it looks small here, but this is actually a, a, a <laughs> giant bag of Doritos. Um, and, and back to self-love, like when you're on a diet, people say avoid, avoid junk food. I think that's a crutch. I think what happens is great. You've, you've kicked the junk food out of your house, but then as soon as you go on a cruise or a vacation or a party, what are you doing? You're destroying all the food because you've taught yourself that unless you're in your perfect environment, you're not strong enough. And I don't want to teach myself that I'm not strong enough. I want to do the opposite. So just like if you break your leg, you use crutches, great. Maybe you get the Doritos out of the house for a little bit, but the goal of after you break your leg is to walk again. I want to be able to have them in front of me at all times and not succumb. So I love Doritos are my thing. I love Doritos. I want to eat that. My mouth is watering right now, just looking yeah. at it and thinking about it. Um, but I'm not opening that because that's a reminder of how awesome I am wow. for myself. That's, that's what I, every time I look at that bag, I'm the internal voices. I'm amazing for not eating that Doritos because self-love self-confidence comes from doing difficult things. Heart to heart. Uh, love you, brother. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Uh, you're free to go. I'm going to do an outro. Peace and love. Uh, check out Evan Carmichael on YouTube. He is incredible. Just an incredible guy. Show him some love. Uh, we'll put the link for his new book, Built to Serve, as well. Uh, if you like what we do, yeah, share this with other people so we can grow. We want to help as many people as possible, and we can't do that by ourselves. We are doing this together as a team, as a tribe for the world, right? Peace. The love squad. Yeah. <laughs> it's the love squad. Join the love squad and go spread some positivity in the world. I like it. Thank you. Appreciate Evan. you, man. Awesome day. I appreciate Thank you. Thank you, Peter. Peace and love. Ciao.